Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Yes, this is me. This is Greg Zelfand. Welcome to my podcast. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for listening to my podcast. Hopefully, you did not end up here by accident. Uh, if you did, welcome. Uh, hopefully, you will learn something new about SharePoint today. So this is episode number nine of SharePoint Maven podcast. And what I would like to do today is something that I tried in the past and uh, was a real success. Today, I would like to cover questions from the field. Uh, essentially, this is some real questions I'm getting from my loyal blog followers and clients, some frequently asked questions, if you will, about SharePoint and Office 365. And today's question deals with accessing documents in SharePoint. Uh, very, very frequent question I always get, and it goes something like this. Greg, well, now that we're migrating our documents to SharePoint, how the hell do we access them? And then I get to hear stories that, well, our folks are not used to going to SharePoint. They prefer to go to uh, Windows Explorer and access the documents that way. How are our users going to access the documents now? So this is essentially what I would like to do in this episode and provide you with various ways to access the documents once you migrate them to SharePoint Online. The beauty about SharePoint Online and Office 365 is that now we have so many different ways to access documents once they're in SharePoint. With all the versions of SharePoint, uh, pretty much there was really only just one way to access the documents. You had to log into SharePoint site and access the documents that way. The story is very, very different with modern SharePoint. We have multiple ways now to access all these documents. And I would like to highlight at least five of them for you in this particular episode. Option number one, well, the obvious one, the SharePoint site itself. So if you migrate your documents to SharePoint Online, they, of course, the documents end up residing in document libraries on a SharePoint site. And most likely you will uh, probably build a hub with uh, multiple sites. Uh, the sites themselves will have document libraries. Uh, every site has at least one, but you can obviously create as many as you want. So long story short, your users can obviously navigate through the hub, um, navigate to the different sites within the hub and access the documents within the different document libraries. I mean, that's pretty much a given option. Option number two, Microsoft Teams. Obviously, Microsoft Teams is a very, very popular product these days, and most users never bother even going to a SharePoint site, never even navigate to the site through the internet, through the hub, uh, internet and navigation. As we already know, essentially Microsoft Teams is pretty much a front end, if you will, to a SharePoint site, right? Every time you create a new Microsoft Team, it creates a SharePoint site behind the scenes, right? It's all tied through the Office 365 group. Uh, and by the way, of course, when you create a Microsoft team, a new Microsoft team, you don't just end up with a, a team and a SharePoint site, you end up with other apps 
all tied through Office 365 Group like Planner and Outlook Calendar, etc. So while you chat with your colleagues within the different channels within the team and have all these different uh, teams meetings, etc., the files themselves, the content, the the files are stored on a SharePoint site in a document library on a SharePoint site that is tied to a Microsoft team. And of course, all the conversations happen in, in channels, right? All the files uploaded to those channels, uh, they end up just being pretty much folders uh, within the document library on the SharePoint site. So every channel has a dedicated folder on a SharePoint site tied to that particular team. So what that really means is that most users access the documents through the Microsoft Teams interface, all right, uh, through those channel folders, if you will, or you can also tie the various document libraries, the various SharePoint sites as just tabs uh, from your uh, particular channel within Microsoft Teams. So essentially what ends up happening is that most users do not really navigate to a SharePoint site by itself. They navigate to the content, but they do it through the interface of Microsoft Teams. So in this case, if you migrated your documents to a SharePoint site that is tied to a Microsoft Team, uh, then in such cases, uh, users will uh, pretty much be accessing the documents through the Microsoft Teams interface and not necessarily navigating to the SharePoint site directly through your hub. Option number three, probably the most popular option is to access the documents through Windows Explorer. The cool thing about modern SharePoint is that you can synchronize each and every library to your desktop, to your computer through OneDrive Sync. So if you navigate to your uh, OneDrive, let's say, and press the sync button in there, or if you navigate to any SharePoint site, to any document library uh, on, a, on your SharePoint site, and press that sync button, it will synchronize that library to your computer. Now, it obviously depends on how you set up your OneDrive sync. By default, when you press that sync button, it uh, synchronizes through uh, what's called files on demand. What that means is that uh, essentially, it copies the file names, the, the folder names, the whole uh, folder hierarchy and everything, but it does not actually synchronize the actual content of the file until you click on it. So on your computer, it would seem like you have the file residing on your computer, but it doesn't actually take any space. You could also pretty much uh, disable that option, which would mean that it would physically copy the uh, the actual file and all the files and folders to your computer, obviously uh, taking some storage on your device. No matter which option you choose, at the end of the day, it pretty much synchronizes the files and folders to your computer. It establishes a two-way synchronization, meaning that any changes you make in one place immediately happen in another. So what that means is that once synchronized, you can access all your files and folders through a regular Windows Explorer interface. And like I said, this got to be the most popular option uh, because obviously, uh, right, all of us are pretty familiar with how to work with Windows Explorer. We all know how that works and very, very familiar interface for us to navigate in. So what ends up happening quite often is that uh, the documents are migrated from uh, file shares or uh, other cloud providers like Dropbox or Google Drive, etc., to SharePoint Online, 
And then the first thing that uh, users do is pretty much synchronize the entire library or multiple libraries to their computers. And then they never really bother going to SharePoint site at all. And that's obviously totally valid technique. At the end of the day, right, uh, it's whatever the user really prefers. So um, if that is convenient to a particular end user, why not? Option number four, OneDrive. Each and every user has OneDrive, all right? SharePoint sites, of course, right, they're meant for team collaboration. Uh, typically, multiple users will have access to a given SharePoint site, but every user, every licensed user within the organization has their own OneDrive. And OneDrive is essentially a user's personal space in the cloud. It's private. Uh, to them, and obviously users can share the documents from their OneDrive accounts, but uh, by default, all the files and folders that are there are private. However, OneDrive also allows users to access documents that reside on any SharePoint site. If you open up OneDrive for Business through a web interface, let's say if you go to uh, and click on uh, OneDrive for Business through Office 365 App Launcher, the screen will open up and uh, in the middle of the screen, you will uh, see your uh, files and folders that are kind of private to you. This are your personal files and folders. And then in the low left-hand corner, you will see something that says libraries. And what these are really, these are libraries from all the SharePoint sites that you have access to. So essentially it just pulls all the document libraries that exist on all these different SharePoint sites that obviously you have access to and list them on that left-hand side in the low left-hand corner of OneDrive for Business. So while you will use the kind of the middle, um, you know, portion of the screen, right, uh, by default list all your personal files and folders, you can easily access, you can easily click on any of those libraries and pretty much see the contents uh, of those libraries right from within your OneDrive. Now, obviously, if your SharePoint sites had other content like uh, calendars and uh, news and announcements and uh, custom lists, etc., cetera, uh, this will not be visible from OneDrive. It's just the documents, just files and folders that will be visible uh, through the OneDrive for Business interface. So if you are familiar, if you are comfortable uh, walking out of your OneDrive for Business, um, you can definitely utilize this particular option and just access all the files for that matter uh, that belong to different teams and you know different team sites, different SharePoint sites, right from within uh, one place. The last option I would like to share with you, option number five, uh, is related to mobile devices. As far as mobile devices go, we have two apps that we can now use. There is a OneDrive mobile app and a SharePoint mobile app. And the difference between the two is that OneDrive app allows you to access files and folders that you have within your uh, OneDrive for Business, as well as any SharePoint site. And of course, a SharePoint app allows you to access uh, not just documents, but also other types of content, other non-document information like you know, calendars and custom lists and news and announcements, etc. Long story short, though, is the fact that um, you, again, don't need to specifically navigate to your SharePoint site through a web interface. You could just open up a OneDrive uh, mobile app on your device uh, and access all the documents 
that reside in your OneDrive, in your personal OneDrive, as well as any SharePoint site right on your mobile device. So this was an overview of the five different options we have in terms of accessing the uh, documents, the files and folders uh, that reside on your SharePoint site. Of course, each uh, of the options is unique. Each of the options has its pros and cons, but at the end of the day, it's whatever works for the end user. At the end of the day, what I was trying to achieve with this particular episode is that I was trying to give you all the options that might work for your end users. From user adoption perspective, if the user does not really have to alter much and, and change much, at the end of the day, the success of your SharePoint implementation will depend on its successful user adoption. And the big concern, the argument I hear all the time is that the end users have to totally change the way they work. They have to totally adapt to something new, completely new. And as I demonstrated to you just now through these five different options, five different techniques, this is not necessarily true. If the users want to continue working out of Windows Explorer, there is an option for that. If the users spend their whole day in Microsoft Teams, there is an option for them as well. If the users walk in the field and need to access the documents from their mobile devices, we have an option for that too. So that's pretty much everything I wanted to cover in this particular episode. As always, I welcome any feedback. Uh, feel free to send me a note at greg at sharepointmaven.com. Uh, we'll be happy to hear from you. But for now, I just wanted to thank you for listening to my podcast. Hope you are well and safe and talk to you soon next week. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review.